Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. We've just been talking about how bloody good our ex-players are um, before recording. Um, shame our current players are not so much um, living up to that mark at the moment. Uh, we'll talk all about it because we are a very, well, non-waffly Bristol podcast. Focus on the point. Um, try and get work done. Um yeah, Bristol City 1, Norwich City 2 was the latest uh, result this midweek. Not not midweek, weekend. It was a Sunday afternoon kickoff. No, not on a Saturday. Um, it was an early kickoff as well, 1.30. Who, who decides to do that? Like, seriously, who in their right mind is thinking, you know what, Bristol City versus Norwich, two mid-table teams, chuck them on the Sunday, don't even put it on Sky, and chuck it on 1.30. What are they thinking? Well, yeah, hello, everyone uh, listening and, and, and watching the podcast. Yeah, it was a terrible result. Not not a great week in all. We lost against Southampton midweek as well. Um, but yeah, we'd, we'd play on a Sunday. But after after that Saturday run of games and also the Friday night, we saw, well, obviously, Leicester got a last-minute winner. We saw lots of playoff-chasing teams drop points. And... And it looked. We looked to our game. If we win that, we were well at half time. We were eighth. If we scored one more, we would have been seventh, two points off playoffs. And then the whole thing changes, and we're looking up. We're praising Manning, but then an own goal, and then just lack of yeah clinicality. Just a poor game and changes last minute goal. And now everyone's hating on Manning. We're saying get everyone out. We're what mid table now, five points off. But yeah, how? How an afternoon can change things, but yeah, not a great game um, and not a great week, but yeah, it happens. It's weird how fickle football fans are, that's all I was going to say. Um, yeah, in the, in the midweek on the Wednesday night, it was Southampton 1, Bristol City 0. I was less bothered about that because, you know, going away to Southampton, uh, it's not exactly like they're in a poor run of form. They were nine unbeaten before they played us. Now they're 10. I think they're 11 unbeaten now. I think they beat Cardiff on the weekend as well. So they're flying and they're challenging for the top two or they'll be hoping to close that gap. So, And we put in a decent first half performance and unfortunately it was just, you know, a Carl Walker-Peters uh, ridiculous Premier League quality finish that, that beat us. Any real thoughts? Because I was like, you know what, we put, put in a decent first-half performance. We had three clear-cut opportunities in the first half where if we put one or two of them away, we're looking, you know, at a possible away win at St. Ma- St. Mary's and you're going, bloody hell, that's a statement victory. But ultimately, um, it's, 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 an, it's, not a, it's another game where we've gone, we've not taken our chances and ended up with nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it feels like a missed a missed opportunity because we do go away. These are strong sides. Again, we we lost against Leicester, Leeds, Ipswich, um, and well, yeah, now Southampton, and those were all just by one goal margins. We could say in most of those games that it was we were relatively close. We put in some decent performances. We just didn't really have the cutting edge, and especially in that first half, the Conway header, um, another couple chances as well. We just really got to be scoring. And then it Sykes changes the whole game. The and line. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so yeah, that was a really good header. So, so just just for anyone who hasn't watched the game, the chance we're talking about here is the Conway header, as Matisse mentioned. Sykes had one cleared off the line by Bazuni, which was a ridiculous save. And then Conway had another had a one-on-one. He was clean through. 
if he'd taken it to, I think it's a bit of a tough ask, but if he'd taken this to his left and squared it to, I think it was Sam Bell, maybe, um, or Knight, whoever it was coming in on the right hand side, he could have made it. But he should be scoring. He definitely should not be, you know, not getting a shot off at all. Um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get on to Tommy Conway. But as you, yeah, you were saying on the South Africa game. Yeah, and then it kind of fell away from us in the second half. Early on, kind of pegged back. It's a brilliant finish, really. I mean, you can't really complain too much. It kind of pulls away from Matty James, and then it's just a brilliant finish. But after that, we didn't really have much going forward, and game kind of died off. And yeah, well, Southampton goal three points, but. Again, I think we could have got a point out of the game. I don't think we were bad in the first half. But, yeah, again, I, I wasn't too fussed about that, though. Going into the weekend um, and after that loss, I was still, like, yeah, off, off the off the back of that Middlesbrough win. So I wasn't too frustrated. But, again, we we should really be picking up some, some results in games against, like, yeah, top four, top six sides. No, I agree. When we, when we have that sort of opportunity... And especially those sort of clear-cut chances, which you don't really get against these top sides. You meant to kind of take them. Fortunately for us at the moment, um, our big Achilles heel is going forward because we just don't take our chances and it's so frustrating as a fan. Just, you know, we don't... Let's be honest, we're not a team that's going to create, you know, five, ten big chances in a, in a game. Uh, even, if, even against bottom sides, we're not going to create that many chances. We're just not that good. Um, hopefully under Liam Manning we do create some more chances with our pattern of play or not but at the moment we're not we're, that's just that's just uh, reality so when we do get these chances especially away at, away from home at a top side you've got to take them we're just not doing it at the minute um, so we move on to the weekend you know relatively optimistic uh, I'd say more so because the opposition we're playing and not because we're you know all that I'd say Norwich Norwich were going into this game you know just completely shot of confidence they looked beat they looked just completely gone um looked like david wagner their manager was a dead man walking um and they come to ashton gate you know desperately you know kind trying to cling on to something and what do bristol city serve up a free three points um this was this was the team uh, that played for city not that it mattered because we would have lost if we had bloody Lionel messi in the team Maybe not, but you know, um, probably would have actually. It's Bristol City. Um, Max in goal, Tanner, Dicky, Viner, Pring. He came back from a suspension uh, against Southampton, which he served. Uh, Jason Knight in midfield alongside Captain Matthew James. Was it Matthew James, captain? Or was Andy Viner captain? It Doesn't was, matter, didn't uh, much leadership. Yeah, I think it was Viner, though. Um, it might Again, it doesn't matter because it didn't show much leadership. Um, Guard the Hickman, uh, who was uh, he was he was best. I'd say he was probably one of the best of the bad bunch. Andy Vyman off the left, um, yeah. Tommy Conway up top, and Mark Sykes on the right slash left. I don't really know where we played him to be honest. That says a back four, but I don't really know how we lined up because at times in possession it was a back three, and. I think I said against Middlesbrough, we tried to play with a back three in possession and it was very evident to see it was Tanner, Viner, Dickey in a back three and Pring was bombing up the pitch. Pring tucked in, Tanner made it, Tanner was the one going forward this time. It just didn't work. Um, and it was Tanner, so Pring's tucked in. I think maybe Sykes was on the left, 
Sykes tucked in a little bit. Vyman was on the right, Conway up top, and then it was a midfield three, and then we kind of packed it in midfield, tried to outnumber them, and Norwich was still, you know, moderately okay in midfield. Um, the Norwich City team, if I can remember it, was Angus Gunn in goal, Jack Stacey, Shane Duffy, Kenny McLean, Dimi Yanoulis, um, it was Gabriel Sara, Marcelino Nunes, uh, Liam Gibbs, Juanel Hernandez, um, it was Ashley Barnes, um, Ooh, and I'm trying to remember, but I can't uh, quite. I'll just Gibbs. It. Yeah, Liam Gibbs was there. Uh, Marcy Nunes, Johnny Rowe, he was back uh, from injury. So that so they kind of lined up in a weird four-one-three-two system, which kind of worked, I suppose, in a way. In the end, oh, um, very interesting formation. Yeah, yeah, they played. They played Kenny McLean, who's their captain, uh, who's a centre midfielder at centre back, um, and they played Liam Gibbs, who's naturally a kind of more of a defensive midfield drop top and you're going huh? uh, weird selection but you know work I suppose I mean it wouldn't take much to beat us on the day but works for Norwich on the, on the, uh, on the night um, first 20 minutes I don't even want to talk about because actually nothing happened um, did you watch the first half I missed the first half but I did catch up and I because I, 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 I got back for the for the halftime Robins TV show so I saw the highlights and kind of the, the thoughts around it as well um but yeah on that starting lineup I mean to to put Tanner as more of an attacking player which I just don't think he really is I mean he's been pretty solid recently as as the right back um on the right hand side but it, just going forward I think Pring gives just more of that threat um so yeah and also in obviously the midfield is kind of settled and then um Manning decided to bring Vyman in which I thought was a bit interesting I don't think he's been great recently I didn't think he had a terrible game I think he was better than he has been recently but I would have thought um he'd put Memeti uh, on the left and then Sykes on the right because Samba also has been a bit off form recently and then Conway up front and Conway's just I mean, obviously, he got the penalty against Middlesbrough and he scored against Rotherham, but he's had quite a few chances in, in the last couple of weeks and he just hasn't really capitalised on them. And these are moments where, like you said, we don't create a lot of chances in the game. We have to capitalise on the few that we have. And those are clinical moments um, where we, we will win games and get points. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I love Conway and he's a great striker, but yeah, he should be finishing a few more of them off um, up front. But yeah, first start of the game, uh, kind of similar to um, Middlesbrough as well. Just not 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 much going forward. Both teams not not amazing. But well, then I remember, you, yeah. Well, Norwich for about twenty for the first twenty odd minutes, just literally just had set pieces all around our all around the halfway line and tried to put in the box didn't really do anything. I thought we defended them quite well to be honest that final Rob Dickey at the back and we they remained quite calm ultimately Norwich I think dominated possession for that for that period and tried to create chances but on didn't work and they had control of midfield again we didn't we didn't allow them much in the way of chances and then Onel Hernandez goes and hits the post he skins George Tanner um and anyone telling me, oh, George Tanner's good defensively, that was a disgusting, disgusting piece of defending because he utterly got skinned, didn't even track back afterwards, um, which I found really, really bad. Uh, and not unlike, and unlike George Tanner, because normally he's really committed, really 100%, you know, um, 
he's the guy we go to if we need a sliding tackle just to knock someone out. Um, he just li- just literally just go into somebody and um, let them know he's there. And that wasn't that was very unlike George Turner. Uh, that performance. Um, he gets skinned on a Hernandez cuts in, hit the post, and then we clear it. And then that seems to wake us up, I think. And after that, we start creating some pressure, start getting on the ball a lot more. Eventually, I think the goal was was coming a little bit. Um, do you want to talk us through that? Um, who was it? Jason Knight goal? Yeah, so the ball comes... Well, we, we kind of play it well through the midfield. I'm just watching it back now to remind myself. But yeah, it comes to Sykes on the right-hand side. Um, he puts the ball in. It does. Conway's at the back post. He doesn't reach it. Um, but the ball comes out tonight. And it's well taken. It's not that easy, those types of shots when it's coming like that it's kind of on the half bounce but he connects it well with his laces and then th- i think it goes through tommy conway's legs but into the um bottom left corner um and yeah it's obviously it comes it's it's just the right place the right time it's good to be in those positions and having this attacking threat and yeah you could say we get a bit lucky with the ball coming off the keeper but it's a good attack we created the chance and then Jason Knight, he has a good finish on him. Um, I think what, yeah, it's his first league goal. Um, but he scored against Oxford as well. Um, but yeah, we're one no up. I thought, yeah, we it was kind of coming. We were building a bit of attacking momentum. Sykes had a shot, I think, a bit earlier before that. Um, and then yeah, to go one nil, it was good. Um, and yeah, I thought it was deserved. And then what? What minute we scored? Yeah, 30, 34th minute then. Um, and kind of the momentum fell our way um, after that. But yeah, it was a good goal. Good to see Knight back on on the score sheet as well. I think I, I think I might have predicted that as well. But yeah, it's good. Yeah. So Jason Knight finishes it. Um, best attacking player on the pitch. I thought um, really good. Really offered a threat going forward and was good in some positions and was actually willing to put a cross into the box. Um, not that anyone was going to score it anyway, but, you know, there you go. Um, and then after that, we have a huge couple of chances with Tommy Cole. Well, one big chance and another kind of still a good chance, uh, but he's one-on-one down the left-hand side, Tommy Conway. He's, he's not got any real pressure around him. He's just got to tuck it away. He said, what are you doing, lad? Um, he kind of side foots it at one mile an hour and just puts it straight at Angus Gunn. It's shocking this. Um and then it's, it's a brilliant pass from from Sykes as well. He finds him really well. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if anything, look at it, he could have cut to his left and then maybe placed it placed it somewhere. But yeah, he takes a shot first time and it's not the easiest of angles, but yeah, it's just not really threatening. The goal that much and it kind of goes straight to the keeper and then yeah out for a corner yeah and then then i think um angus gunn makes another good save i think that was maybe that was before the goal i think it might have been before the goal but he tips it from a corner and then that goes above um but then after the goal definitely after the goal tommy conway slipped in again uh mark sykes cuts in down the left hand side sorry right hand side he's right hand side cuts in plays it on his left foot um inside out and then Conway kind of makes a run should have just whipped it first time and it's a good save to be fair to Angus Gunn but those are the moments you've got you've got to be looking at and you just have to say you've got to score those chances because as I said 
earlier, you're not going to get many against any opposition, I think, in the championship. And when you do get, you know, two big chances like that in, in that short period, you've got to take at least one of them. Just, just put the game, just put the game not to bed, but you've got to put yourself in so much more of a comfortable position. Because Norwich clearly looked completely shot of confidence and at half-time was their moment to regroup and then, you know, go out in the second half and um, potentially try something new. And then you've just got to kill them off, I think. If it 1-0, I think the message from Wagner, the Norwich City manager, is, you know what, stay in the game, see, build up possession, you know, try and create some chances. At 2-0, it is completely different. Um, and we can't force that, uh, that second goal, unfortunately. And... Um, Unfortunately, right now, it is down to a lack of clinicality, not only from Tommy Conway, but also from our attacking players in general. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's becoming quite a problem, just the attacking threat in general, just getting grinding results out. Because I don't think there's been a game in a while where I'm confident we're going to win. Maybe Plymouth um, when we got maybe Wednesday. the third. So for Wednesday... Oh, oh, Right, right, yeah, okay. When, when, in like during the game, I see. During the game, exactly, and just putting the game to bed, and like, what well, during that Plymouth game, it, it, I remembered like that feeling when we went two 0 up in forty minutes or something. I was like, wait, we're actually like fully dominating. We, we went two right 0 we up inside eight minutes, mate. It's yeah, eight ridiculous. minutes. Yeah, and I was like, wait a second, are we are we actually destroying a team right now? Are we gonna win pretty comfortably? And then, well, they got one back, but then it was four one in the end. Um, but yeah, we just don't seem to have like this attacking threat and just like Middlesbrough and Southampton, we, we scored, we conceded all the goals in the second half, um, to, uh, from Middlesbrough quite early on. And then obviously the Carl Walker, Carl Walker Peters and then another two in the second half. Um, but yeah, comes to the 59th minute. It's another goal from a city player, but in the wrong net, um, George Tanner, and that's another own goal within within a week, um, which is always a shame. But yeah, the ball comes across the left hand side. It's played in, and then Tanner. It's it's a strange one. I mean, he's obviously just trying to block it, but there's like he he just doesn't really get across it, and then it kind of just slides over his foot, bounces obviously, and then slots into the near post. And yeah, Max has doesn't really have a chance it comes off quick it's deflection you can't blame him but yeah it is it's unlucky but it's also poor from Tanner that shouldn't really be happening that the the force on the cross wasn't even that hard and it kind of just feels like it just moves past um Tanner's ankle and yeah a one one and then the whole game changes and I thought we were defending pretty well as well we were we were holding our lead well and I thought maybe yeah just another chance could put this game to bed 2-0 or hold on to a one nil um but yeah one one and then at that stage i'm like oh we're gonna we're definitely gonna concede another before the end to, to be fair to norwich that ball from sarah in the cent in the central position to then move it left hand side to oh, that was a beautiful the, pass it's a beautiful yeah. not, apart from maybe a couple of our players no one really is doing that for for, for city yeah. and that's they still True. have that quality norwich um you know despite you know their league position, they are a really, really good side still uh, with the with the players they have, including some quality. Saar, one of them, uh, Marcelino Nunes, Janoulis, one of them as well. They've got really good, I think they've still got quality in that see, uh, team, um, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a 
it's kind of that cor- corridor of uncertainty, isn't it? It's a bit unlucky, Tanner, but um, it's, it's again, as you say, it's not great either. Um, and then Bush City, um, for once, actually try and force the issue onto Norwich. Well, we tried. That's the main thing. We tried. Um, didn't do anything. Didn't really create a massive chance at one-one. Um, and for thirty minutes, we have all the possession, have all the you know territory. And then Norwich hit us on the counter attack in the 95th minute, and I just I just remember as soon as that long ball went from goalkeeper to forward, I just I just remember going, shit, we're going to concede here. Um, it's exactly what happened. It's just so frustrating, and I thought we put those days behind us behind us. I remember the yeah, a couple seasons back and last season as well, just these late goals and it's just we, yeah like you said we we were we had all the momentum on our side it looked like it's either a draw or we're gonna f- find the winner in the in the dying stages but yeah it comes all the way from a back long ball over final looks like he's got it covered but um uh either kind of get gets around him gets goal side of him um and it is unlike viner is pretty poorly defended yeah he gets in front of him it's it's a good finish um O'Leary can't really do much, but yeah, it's just it is poor defending. He gets round him too easily, through on goal, and then yeah, bottom right corner, David Wagner screw, runs onto the pitch. It's limbs for Norwich, the away end goes goes wild, and it's another last minute goal conceded. And yeah, from one no up at half time, and we've thrown all three points away. Um I mean, even at one all, I think. I would have been a bit disappointed, but I reckon a point was probably fair or or, or or us winning. But yeah, it was heartbreak. At the end, it's just yeah, it's just so frustrating. But I think that the just the reaction in general towards like Manning and stuff is just a bit a bit too much because these games happen. You can't switch up opinions after after one week and and get on the back of him like that. Because if we won that game, everyone's saying Manning, Manning at the helm. We're getting playoffs. We're two points off. We're eighth place. Look at us fly, and yeah, the whole story changes. But it's yeah, it's a it was a frustrating day. I think a lot of people's concerns are, especially in that second half, when we were you know when we were one 0 down. Sorry, one one. When it went one one, you 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 you're kind of asking for some sort of urgency in attack. And I agree, there wasn't really much urgency in attack when we did try and force the issue. But it's also got to somewhat be on the players as well because there was no real movement up front. Um, and that's not something, Manning, that's something you learn when you're in the academy and whatnot, you know, clever movements and trying to, trying to pull the opposition one way and then move the other and whatnot. We didn't move the ball quickly enough from side to side. You know, whenever there was space, whenever we had the ball on the, let's say, for example, if we had the ball on the left, there was always space on the right. We had to move the ball within two passes from left to right. And we did it in three, four. We did it at pedestrian pace. We did it at walking pace. And we just did not create chances at all. And I think that's where people's concerns are. And I want, and I want to say that hopefully once the players... These sort of these set of players get used to, you know, playing under the system and under Manning. Um, hopefully, they get 
you know, better at passing the ball with more efficiency, more urgency, because I think that's when we'll be hopefully Manning teams are, you know, at their peak. Oxford, for example, they weren't, you know, they weren't ridiculously possession, like only predominantly possession based. They're, they were possession based, but they also wanted to move the ball quickly on the deck. Yes, not long ball it. On the deck, they want to move it quickly and create those chances because ultimately yeah, that's where you're going to score your goals, creating chances quickly and not, you know, slowly building up again, again, recycled possession. That's just not going to work very well. And ultimately, you're going to have frustration games like that because opposition's good to just hit you on the counter. And whatever you say about Norwich and their league position, they do have still, they still have quality up front to hurt you, uh, especially on the counter attack. So, really frustrating one. And a really big missed opportunity because we could have closed the gap really, really close and you know, been, been within touching distance of the playoffs. But it's just not worked out to be that way. Um, but now, Huddersfield away, pretty good, pretty good opportunity um, to go ahead it's, and do that. It, it is a good, a good game to have next. Um, but again, it's kind of one of those games where we're going to be restricted from a lot of chances and a lot of football basically um and it's it's not going to be easy Huddersfield as well have been um well obviously they haven't been great this season they are unbeaten in in their last three they got a draw against um Southampton they beat Sunderland then they drew against Swansea on the weekend um but yeah last thoughts on on this game like you said I think it, it will take a bit more time. And then hopefully in the January window, Manning does have some money to play with. I feel like a lot of people are talking about a more of a target man and someone who can give us uh, like at least 15 goals a season or something like that, a Jeju um, to, to finish off and be more clinical. Um, I feel like the team that we are trying to become, I feel like if we play more direct and I brought it back as well, like in that Ipswich game, I feel like Ipswich has... I really liked what I saw when when watching them at Ashton Gate. Um, and if just that direct football, and then if we cr- start creating lots of chances a game, I we can score a lot more goals. I know that's pretty obvious. You create chances, of course, score more goals, but um, that's just how it is. And I still trust in our attack because we do have quality up there. Tommy Conway is a great striker. Naki Wells is clinical. And once Sam Bell gets back up to his form, and Sykes has also been great um, this year, Cornick, um, we have a song for him, so it's always nice when he comes on um, for the fans. But yeah, we just have to move past this game, and I think the fans overreacted just just a little bit because we can't we can't get worked up over over just one game, and it is a missed opportunity. But there's a lot more games to go, and a lot can change. Um, within a short space of time. But yeah, we got another six games in this month to go, um, which is a lot of, of, of football. Um, what are the home and games? And we still have... The home games, I think we've got Stoke. Um, no, we don't Stoke. have Stoke. Stoke, what am I on about? Sorry. Um, yeah, we Sunderland. Ages ago. Yeah, sorry. Sunderland, Hull, Hull. We have, yeah, four four away days and only two home games. Which yeah, it's not great. And then we got Millwall on the on New Year's Day, and Millwall on New Year's Day at home was was great in 2022. I don't know if you remember that the Andy Vyman hat trick. Yeah, that was that. that was yeah. some game. Um, so yeah, 
it's it's going to be tough. Before we go into the Huddersfield, though, we also picked up a little FA Cup draw um, before the Norwich game. We got the mighty, the well, the current European Conference champions, um, West Ham. Uh, Let's build up. Come so, on, come on, yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, they they are a very good team, and I, that's a great away day. Um, to be honest, we go. I think last year we got Man City in the fifth round. I think we we had to beat not Swansea. Fifth in West round. Brom. No. Fifth round. We got to the fifth round. Really? Yeah. So I think you're right, but we got to the fifth yeah. round. Yeah. Because we start in the third, and we got Norwich. Uh, we got Swansea in that extra time with Sam Bell, and then we smashed yeah. West Brom three 0 I honestly um, thought we'd get battered off West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we got West Ham away, um, which will be a brilliant away day. I'm going to try and get get tickets for that. Um, I'll try and get tickets for that if I can. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's one to look forward to. Um, you never know, a little upset. I quite like West Ham as a team as well. Um, so not, not quite nice. Little, little upset with the way we're playing right now. I mean, I hope <laughs> that's changed in a month. I mean, in January, in January, in six games time, seven games time, it could, it could all change. Um, I mean, hopefully they play but, their yeah. reserves and we, you know, we go ahead and win that. <laughs> bloody incredible. If we, um, I was talking to I was talking to my West Ham mate, um, or texting him um, after the draw and he was like, you might need your binoculars in the away end. Uh, so any City fans going or planning on going and definitely are getting tickets. Wear your binoculars because that will be... Uh, the only way you're going to I, I, thing yeah. is, I actually, I actually bought binoculars as well. I've been, I've been to the London Stadium before. You're gonna have to make um, them. I, <laughs> I went, I went to watch the Sidemen charity match, and um, they've had, they have actually improved it. They built stands a bit closer, um, but when you're high up, and yeah, the the way end is, it's not a, ter- a terrible position, but um, mm. anyway, one, one to look forward to, one. Well, hopefully we can score one goal to, to score one goal, right? To, right. So just send to get take, the no, no, take the lead, take the lead, and then yeah. bottle it. That only in that situation is that acceptable. Um, take the lead and then send the away end into limbs. That's the only way it's acceptable. But that is that for part of looking back. Um, Huddersfield away. Um, yeah. I don't want to talk about it because it's depressing. Um, because not no disrespect and no disrespect to Huddersfield, but it's just going to be a dreadful game, I think, because we're still not fully committed it's... to Manning style of play at the moment, and they're going to sit back, and that can only mean one thing. It's got a nil-nil written all over it. I can't it's got... lie. Yeah. It's going to be ninety minutes of pure pain. Um, but you know we have to go in with optimism, um, which I don't know where we're going to get that from. But um, we're gonna we're gonna have our best shot. It's not an easy game, even though they are low down. It, like you said, it's going to be hard. They're going to sit back and prevent us from doing um, a lot. But hopefully Manning can um, I don't know create, create something. But yeah, um, I think we really need to pick up points here, um, and I think we should win this game um it does seem like a nil we did we draw it th- i feel like we drew, drew nil nil with them yeah under ne- they were under neil warnock um so obviously it was going to be nil nil um mm. darren moss tried to play a slightly more expansive uh style of football but it's just not going to happen with this squad at Huddersfield. um so he's just gone you know what let's just defend 
um, for the best and survive that way. And to be fair to them, I think they've won. They won away at Hud- they won away at Sunderland, which is a really good result. They drew in the last. They it was a gut wrenching one at Swansea. Um, I think they drew in the last minute, and then they got a draw against Southampton as well, which is again not an easy one, not an easy game. Um, at all, they had seven. They had twenty three percent possession against um, Swansea away and twenty four away at Sunderland, twenty two against Southampton, twenty four against Hull. So they're not they're not going to ke- keep the ball um, at all, and they're definitely going to just sit back and trying to trying to trying to just um, make it make it difficult um, for us and. We need to make sure we are we have got the quality going forward to break them down and take our chances because as I said earlier, especially against a team that's gonna be in a low block, we're not gonna get many chances. So the ones we do get, Conway, Sykes, Mimetti, Bell, Byman, whoever it is, Cornick, they're gonna to have to take the chances. Um do you think we'll get a bit bit of switching of our front front line? Because at the moment it's not working. Yeah, I personally I do you think we should bring Mimetti into the starting lineup um, for Saturday? I feel like maybe he could be um, good in these situations. I feel like we just got to con- try and control the game. The first 10, 15 minutes, obviously, going to be ball up in the air. I doubt it'll touch the ground <laughs> a lot, but it's going to be, yeah, a bit, yeah, iffy, iffy start. But if we get the game under control, keep possession, play direct get Messi on the ball, just play through the lines. We If if we just play it right and don't get sucked into to them sitting back and and then they get one counter and score and then they sit back and it's 1-0 or 0-0, um, I think we do have a good chance. Personally, I'd put Mehmeti, um Conway and Sykes up and then the the rest of the same um, lineup because we don't really have that many options. I think Naismith is out for... Yeah. A few few months probably now, and I think um, I think it was a few weeks. I think think it was a few a, weeks. A few, I think it might have been a few weeks, but uh, Rob Atkinson's been set back a long bit longer than we uh, initially thought he would be. Um, and we've got what Roberts yeah. till the end of the year. Um, Wells Naki is back in a few weeks. Well, by back to training should be, and then it says here Atkinson late December, but. It'll be a bit longer than that. And then, yeah, we got McCrory set to be back in the new year. But it will take a a few well, yeah, games after that. I, um, I think we need Ross McCrory desperately, mm, if I'm being honest. I think, he could, I think he could be a real game changer when he comes in. I want to say um, game changer because he is right back. And, but we need... I mean, if we play him, if we play him in... If we play him in different positions, like because he he can play in a few different positions, and at that right back, I feel like maybe some more consistency, and then we could because we don't really have it with Tanner that attacking sense um, with him. So maybe McCrory can create some more chances down down the right. But um, I, I'm very excited to see him play because it's been a while since we've signed him, and we've all been looking forward to see him step on the pitch. Yeah, so I'd I'd agree with that to be honest. I'd vouch for Mimetti to start against Norwich. That didn't happen. We started with Feynman, and let's be honest, completely mm-hmm. ineffective. Um, you could you could you could just give me the uh, well, he gave us a lot of energy and he gives us experience. I don't want to hear that argument anymore. I'm a bit fed up, uh, to be honest. And 
I w- I'd rather someone just, you know, be a little... If someone is completely, you know, non-existent for 70 minutes, but then pops up with a goal or assist or something like that, I, I don't care. But Vine just did not look like doing anything at all. Um, and, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't ideal. I think... I think the way to put it was I barely noticed him, um, and that's 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 probably the way to describe it. Apart from that, maybe look at oh well, I would have said George Tanner, but who have we got options at the moment? The right back, no well. um, But yeah, play Mark Sykes on the right. Um, don't play him at left left wing back or wherever he's playing. I don't, I don't um, know why why we did that. Why when we have the positions to play in their best place why why not instead of like moving i just feel like vyman doesn't he's a great i, I love the guy but let's be honest he's on he's on his he's on his last season um and he's barely barely making it now he hasn't really been effective when's the last time he scored a goal was it blackpool or um did he not score this has he scored this season i don't has he not i don't think he has i don't remember him scoring uh, i'll check he's, um, he's been a no, he has I mean, zero I goals, zero assists in 13 matches. Look, I love the bloke, and, and I'd, I'll always be grateful for that 21-22 season where yeah. he was brilliant. I love the man, but for crying out loud, we need something different. Um, he hasn't scored is, since April. Yeah, this um, is... This is against this is Rotherham. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a shame, but... It does happen. He is 32 now. Um, but yeah. yeah, we take the trip. we got two away days now um, coming yeah, up. Yeah, so so we go to Huddersfield and we go to Blackburn uh, yeah. to face Sammy Smodich and his ridiculous goal-scoring form as well, which will no doubt continue. Uh, I have absolutely... Wow, wait. Which I am, you know, completely, completely sure will, will happen. Um, but yeah, Huddersfield away, score predictions... Score predictions. I think for, for Norwich, I said, well, for Southampton, we said we'd draw, and then we both gave gave us um, gave us the win for Norwich. But yeah, it's gonna be a real tough watch. I feel like I remember watching it last season, and that was a painful couple of hours. Um, yeah, I think if we control the game, and I think Manning will try and do that. Um, it's definitely going to be low scoring. Um, I'd be very surprised um, if there's more than two goals. But yeah, I think I'm going to be positive. I think we can nick it. I think Huddersfield aren't great um, right now. They're just sitting above the relegation zone. Well, four points, but yeah, sitting in 21st. I think we can win. Um, good way to bounce back. Um, and yeah, I think Matty starting could be useful. Um, I think this is his chance really to like show Manning and, and the fans like what he can bring to the team because he hasn't convinced, well, me at least, but quite a few people and 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 the fan base. But yeah, since Sam Bell's kind of off, he's been a bit off form. Um, hopefully Mimeti can come in and show him why why he's the Albanian Messi. Um, but yeah, score prediction, I'll go for a, a tight 1-0. I think we can nick a chance, maybe a Rob Dickey header, um, or just one one attack we get Sykes or Conway on the end of it. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say one nil. Um, get get out of uh, Huddersfield and three points. 
Yeah, I'd lo- obviously would love that. Um, I'm going to go for a little bit of reverse psychology here. Um, and I'm going to say we're going to draw nil-nil and we're going to not take our chances one again, once again. Hopefully, we score four goals and I'm... Uh, we laughing. win four nil. Oh my! <laughs> Bloody hell! Things have clicked. Then, if we've if we've won four nil, Manning's uh, Manning's got things moving in the right direction. Oh, we we, we haven't we haven't scored in our in our last three away matches um, as well, which is have we? What was our last three away matches? We had uh, Cardiff, Southampton, um, Southampton, Southampton yeah, and well, no, 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 QPR, Southampton. Yeah. No, yeah, Cardiff, QPR, Southampton, yeah. Yeah, so, honestly, wouldn't be surprised if that run continues. Um, just because of Huddersfield's really, really, you know, structured defence at the moment, and they're not really conceding many chances. Um, hopefully, we put a, per- a bit of pressure on them and score. But I'll go for a nil-nil and touch wood. That um, that is a bit of reverse psychology. And we get we get things again, once again, moving in the right direction, and hopefully, we get we get a win at Huddersfield because that will I think that will just deviate the pressure of Manning a little bit. And you know, just keep things ticking over, and hopefully put us within touching distance. Um, well, other results permitting of the playoffs once again, and just moving in the right direction. Um, That's realistic. You said one. Go yeah, on. one nil. Um, but realistically, like obviously, I'm all I'm all for a playoff little race. Um, but it's realistically, we're not we're not we're not going to get it. There's always a chance, and even if we do, I don't think we're good enough to to go through it and just thinking about how we would face in the Premier League. Um, <laughs> that just scares me. Um, but yeah, it's it's progress. I mean, Saturday wasn't progress, but um, the season will be progress. Um, and looking at the fixtures, we, we play Hull on the 22nd and we're already halfway through the season then. Um, and we face them for the second time. So yeah, it's gone pretty, pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, 25 points, 19 games. We still just haven't scored enough goals um, compared to the, the other teams. But yeah, um, other news. Well, we mentioned it at the start of the podcast. Ex-Bristol City players, they, they were flying in the Premier League. My FPL was was on fire, to be honest. I got quite a lot of points to menu on the score sheet. Josh Brownhill as well. Um Dover Reed um, and who else? Yeah, Dan Bentley as well. Dan Bentley actually got some minutes at the Emirates and he kept a clean sheet for the for the time he was on. Because um, he came <laughs> on. Right, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um can't what was it was it him who conceded two against Nottingham Forest on that game we lost two now? Uh what game? What, what game? game? <laughs> Okay. But you can keep a clean sheet against uh, Gabriel Jesus and Saka. You can keep a clean sheet against the league leaders, <laughs> but can't keep a clean sheet against Nottingham Forest in the Championship. Um, or Barnsley away, for that matter. Barnsley um, <laughs> right. away. Yeah, my um, beautiful, by the way. Um, you mentioned it. I have Bobby Reid in midfield, Brownhill in midfield, um, Semenyo up top. Um, obviously, I can't just rely on Bristol City players, because otherwise I'll be bottom of every league. But Trippier, Salah, Saka, Haaland, Isak. It's a good mix. It's a good mix of, you know. I still have injured Scott. <laughs> I still have injured Scott, <laughs> injured Lloyd Kelly, injured Adam Webster. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm still having them in. Um, 
Uh, they're brilliant. Um, anyways, you can tell we're more positive about players who played for us than we are in the Cox group. What else Hell happened difference. in the championship? Any end? But like I said, there were a lot of drop points. It was like a real missed opportunity because, well, I think Hull lost. Hull lost. Sunderland drew. Um, Blackburn, I think, lost. Blackburn lost at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, three-one. Um, <laughs> so how are you Blackburn conceding three Sheff- goals? To- Preston <laughs> lost against QPR on the Friday. Uh, Watford yeah, won. To be fair, Cardiff lost. Uh, Middlesbrough they lost at Leeds as well. So so many drop points. Yeah, exactly. When I was looking at that, it all went in our favour, just yeah. for us to throw away. Because you know, <sighs> it's yeah. annoying. It's frustrating. Um, it's a bit depressing. But hopefully, Manning can get things moving in the right direction. That is it yeah. from us on this fine podcast. Hopefully, less depressing next week um, after we smack Huddersfield, a new one, and um, you know, really showing what we're about. And you know, we'll have we'll have we'll have fifteen big chances, score one of them, and then concede in the ninety-fifth minute. It'll probably happen. Um, thank you very much for listening, watching wherever you are, or where whenever you're watching. Um, and yeah, hopefully you have a good day uh, and good rest of the week. Um, it is a big thank you from me, Annie. Um, Matisse, do you want to say goodbye? And then we can end this disastrous. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're back um, on Sunday after after the Huddersfield game with a bit bit more positivity. But, you know, yeah, it's another back-to-back loss. But we move. We'll, 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 we'll come back from this. But yeah, thanks for, for watching, listening. Make sure to follow us on socials and subscribe and all that good stuff but yeah it's been a pleasure um and yeah we'll see you in the next one we will see you all very soon thank you for watching for listening wherever you are um and goodbye <laughs>